Obama and the 911 call and more mysteries surrounding that death. Sam Bankman Freed is freed. Well, sort of. Unbelievable story. A head shaker to be sure. And the Facebook files. Oh yeah. Thank you, Twitter, or X, as the case may be now. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Friday. It's Friday. We're very, very happy about that. Ah, what a week. Uh, and it just doesn't stop. UFOs are real. Trump indicted another 300 times. Sam Bankman freed. Obama, death on his property or next to it. It's just been bam, bam. Mitch O'Connell having some sort of stroke in front of the cameras. This, what, what is it with this week? It won't stop. We need some calmness in our lives, like this little girl. We always start off the show with an update on our favorite furry little female friend, our Shiba Inu, Miko. Now, this looks like just a normal picture of Miko, doesn't it? Looks like, you know, she's not smiling to the cameras. Her ears are up but back a little bit. But this is what's not normal about this picture. Take a look. Whoops, there we go. Take a look right there. You see that? You know what that is? That is one of her treats slash probiotics that she's not terribly fond of. We have to trick her into eating. She eats two of those every day. And she will not eat them unless you trick her into it. One of our best tricks is she does this thing where you put a treat in your hand and then you ask her to pick which hand. She's very good at it. She'll always pick the right one. So we do that, and then she thinks it's a regular cookie, and she'll eat it. That's our, our best trick for getting her to eat this thing. But look at, look at her. Is that an ignoring face or what? She knows that thing is sitting right there on her paw, and look at that face. Just, I know it's there, but I'm not paying attention. I'm not going to, I'm not eating that thing. Anyway, she did eventually eat it. So our Miko update brought to you by BarkBox. BarkBox.com slash Miko is the link. It is in our show notes. And with that link, you will find a company that sells the most amazing stuff for your dog. Your dog is the most special, most important thing in your life. Don't you want to give them something special? I know you do. You got to check out BarkBox.com. Every month, delivered right to your door, is a themed box of goodies for your dog. Two amazing toys, two bags of all-natural treats, and a dog chewer inside. There's a few little extra things they usually stuff in there, too. But you'll get that every month, and it is absolutely amazing. It's sized right for your dog, too. There's a checkbox when you, you, know, you order small, medium, or large, depending upon the size of your dog. And if your dog has any allergies, you can checkbox that, too, and let them know. They'll make sure that you don't get treats or chews that have anything that your dog is allergic to in it. And they have 100% happiness guarantee. If your dog or you are not happy with anything, they'll make it right, no matter what. 100% happiness guarantee. Reasonably, reasonably priced, and if you use our special link, 
BarkBox.com slash Miko. You'll get an um, extra month free when you sign up for a multi-month subscription. So check it out, BarkBox.com slash Miko. Okay. <laughs> Haven't heard that in a while. What was that? The Little Rascals? No one even remembers what the Little Rascals were. I'm sure. It, well, my audience tends to skew a little bit older, so maybe a few of you would remember what uh, what Ote means. Other than, what is it, Eddie Murphy, who did a, a comedy with that? A comedy sketch, I think, Saturday Night Live. Anyway, all right, let's go over to uh, Mr. Obama and the Tafari Campbell drowning at the Obama estate. The police call logs have been left blank. Cops are refusing to say who the second paddleboarder was. There were apparently two people on paddleboards at the time, one of them Tafari Campbell, who apparently drowned, although obviously the autopsy has not been completed yet. And there's been a lot of stuff out there. But you'll see, actually, there's a picture. That's him in front of the call log from the police. But um, Martha's Vineyard rocked with the death of uh, Tafari Campbell, private chef for former President Obama, uh, reportedly drowned paddleboarding on Great Edgartown Pond. Details surrounding the distress call to 911 have come out, but strangely enough, the reason for the call remains absent, strangely, from the official logs. There is the official log, and you'll see they've got calls coming in here. They're all been marked. Uh, prop check, minor motor vehicle accident, motor vehicle accident with property damage, medical emergency, and then you see this one right here? Wilson's Landing. That is the Campbell call. No details. And then it just continues on. Boat incident, prop check, emergency medical, erratic driver. But right there, blank. He wasn't alone when he was on the water during this incident. But the identity of whoever that was with him has been withheld by the police. The emergency call made at 7.46 p.m. Alerting authorities Campbell had fallen into the water and was not able to resurface. Now, that water is not that deep. Look, I know you can drown in a tablespoon full of water, but he's a big, strong guy, and that water just ain't that deep. The call's been recorded in the Edgartown Police Department's logs, the crucial information, which is normally always included, has been left blank. All the other calls, prior and after that call, had information about what the call was about. One or two words. Everyone except that call. Things that make you go, hmm... The origin of the call traced back to Wilson's Landing, paddleboard launch site, 
uh, about two miles away from Obama's residence in Turkey Lane Cove. And the first call, according to Mass State Police, originated from that location. Now, the Obama property features a private beach, convenient access to paddleboarding activities. And at the time of the incident, President Obama and his wife, Michelle, were not at home. However, it remains unclear whether their daughters, Sasha and Malia, were also in town, uh, were present at the house or elsewhere with friends or relatives. Further insights into the incident uh, taken from dispatch calls confirmed that Campbell had a companion on the water, another paddleboarder. The initial 911 call, which was made by an unidentified female, indicated she was on a boat actively searching for Campbell, going back and forth in her efforts to find him. This story is not going away, and it's one of those stories that just keeps making you go, what? There are just too many questions. You know, you'd think when something like this happens, you would make sure, especially if you're law enforcement. I was in law enforcement. Folks, you dot the I's. You cross the T's. You make sure everything is done by the book. Obviously, that ain't happening here. And for everybody who wants to talk about being a conspiracy theorist, whatever, they are blatant things that make you have to ask questions. Don't want to have questions asked? Don't do dumbass things like leaving a complete log entry blank for only that incident call. Why? Don't give me national security bullshit. It ain't just keeps going. Did you hear about Bankman Freed? All of his finance campaign charges dropped. Pays to have people in big places, huh? This apparently is meant to keep the focus on the billionaire's trial and the main crime, which is stealing billions of dollars. But they dropped the campaign finance charges. This dweeb. Decision by U.S. prosecutors on Wednesday to drop the campaign finance charges against Sam Bankman-Fried may keep his trial focused on what the government considers his main crime, stealing billions of dollars in cryptocurrency from customers at his now-bankrupt FTX exchange. He is 31 years old, fighting to stay out of jail ahead of his October 2nd trial. And uh, <laughs> he got a modest victory a couple days ago, Wednesday night. Prosecutors decided to drop the campaign finance charge, claiming the former billionaire illegally directed associates to donate millions of dollars to political campaigns. Of course, in dropping that, then it prevents questions from being asked to the people to whom he donated. 
Oh, yes, right. Because if we don't charge them with that, we don't have to get involved in the whole, who did you donate money to? What did they do with it? You think there wasn't another reason, an underlying reason for dropping these charges? Please. There's always a reason. The Bahamas, where FTX was based, and Bankman-Fried, arrested in December, told the U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan it had not intended to extradite Bankman-Fried on that charge. He still faces seven counts of defrauding or conspiring to defraud customers, investors, and lenders in what prosecutors called one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. And this guy is trying to stay out of jail. So in the meantime, while he's under house arrest, you know, house arrest, got to kind of follow the rules, do the right thing. Well, what sort of house arrest do you suppose somebody who had billions of dollars would be under. Take a look. Inside the $4 million Silicon Valley home where Sam Bankman-Fried is under house arrest. He's staying at home with mommy and daddy, spending his time under house arrest following a record-breaking $250 million bond, chump change for him. The home is a cozy residence on the edge of Starford University's campus in Palo Alto, California. Joseph and Bob, Joseph Bankman and Barbara Freed, where his name comes from, are Stanford law professors. Purchased the home in '92 for about seven hundred thousand bucks, some one point five million in today's money. It is now estimated to be worth more than $4 million. Four bedrooms, three baths. Briefly hit the rental market, 14000 bucks a month to rent this house. <laughs> My God. Oh, yeah. Taken off the rental market in 2014. It stands on nearly a one-acre lot built in 1917 and considered part of the Palo Alto Stanford Heritage, dedicated to the preservation of Palo Alto buildings. There's the small shack in the woods that Mr. Bankman-Fried will be under house arrest. 3,000 square feet. Nice kitchen. I like the center aisle. Oh, look. I wonder if he's trading cryptocurrency on his little, uh, his little laptop there. Spacious dining room, nice windows looking out to the woods. You know, uh, look at this there. It looks like some sort of study or something. These criminals, you know, they really do get... Oh, and a pool, of course. They really do get what they deserve. They, You know, you're under house arrest, and that's the kind of house you get to live in. I'm sorry, not you, Sam Bankman Free. Because he's got connections. Hmm. Well, there may be another reason. 
why Sam Bankman Freed's charges were dropped, some of them. Take a look at this also from the New York Post. This is scary. Missing millionaire crypto influencer, not Sam Bankman Freed, but same kind of thing, found dismembered in a suitcase. Yeah. Ouch. The grisly case came to light after kids found a red suitcase filled with body parts while playing by a stream in the town of Engesniero Budge, Buenos Aires province on Sunday. Children's parents notified the Buenos Aires police, inspected the package, and reportedly found the victim's legs and forearms in it, discovering another whole arm in the stream. There is the guy when he was alive, obviously. On Wednesday, they discovered the missing head and torso. The body parts cleanly amputated, suggesting the work of a professional. A subsequent autopsy revealed the victim had been shot three times before being dismembered. They identified him by his fingerprints, distinctive tattoos on his body. Uh, He had been declared missing since last Tuesday, and he had accumulated millions renting luxury vehicles, selling cryptocurrency, which he frequently advertised to his 900,000 Instagram followers. He lived in Barcelona, Spain, reportedly been staying in Argentina for a week prior to the alleged murder. Ouch. So I don't have any more details. But apparently cryptocurrency might not be the safest business to get into. Hey, Blackout Coffee and the Jay Sheldon Show Coffee Mugs. What a perfect combination. (laughs) Ah, man, if you haven't got your Jay Sheldon merch yet, do check it out. Our store link is in the show notes tonight. You'll find coffee mugs with our logo on it. It's got our little sub-logo on the back, our main logo on the front. You'll find t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, uh, baseball jerseys, all kinds of cool stuff. Check it out. The Jay Sheldon Show shop, and the link is in our show notes. And Blackout Coffee, which is hopefully what you will put inside of that coffee mug, because Blackout Coffee is simply the best coffee on the planet. It is absolutely amazing coffee, folks. Yes, there's even a Dan Bongino blend. His show, by the way, comes up at 11 o'clock this morning, right after mine. And uh, I'm telling you, this company supports our American values, conservative family values. It is an amazing company that not only makes a great cup of coffee, not just a, a fantastic cup of coffee. Once you try this and give up that brown water you've been drinking, You won't go back to any other kind of brand. Trust me. They founded on the principles of conservative values. The founder of this company believes in the importance of hard work, personal responsibility, family, respect, and American values. The best small batch, fresh roasted coffee, and it's all done in-house. All right here in America. They support our troops, our first responders, 
We got a, you a special uh, discount code. I'll tell you about that in just a minute. But this coffee is absolutely amazing, and it is fresh roasted. Lightning speed, usually 24 to 48 hours from the time you order. That means you will get the beans in just days after they have been roasted. Fresh roasted coffee delivered right to your door. Reasonably priced. Really got to check it out. Just pick up one bag. I promise you will go back for more because it's just that good. This owner of this company cares about two things. Making a good cup of coffee and the United States of America, and we want to do all we can to help support companies like this. They use local growers, local farmers, and this company is completely U.S. made, 100%. You can't go wrong. Get yourself a bag of blackout coffee, and if you use our promo code at checkout, there is a link right in our show notes, top link for blackout coffee. And if you use our promo code at checkout, J20, J-A-Y-20, you will get 20% off your first order. 20% off your first order. That is a fantastic deal. With Blackout Coffee, do check it out. Check it out today. Pick up yourself a bag. You will not be disappointed. Let me know what you think too, by the way. Send me an email or chat or whatever it is. Let me know what you think about Blackout Coffee. I'd love to hear your reviews. We'll read them on the air if you like because uh, I I know you're going to love it. I absolutely know you're going to love this coffee. It's just that good. Blackout Coffee, I'm so proud to have them as part of the sponsors on this show. All right, one more. Here we go. When is it going to stop? Please make it stop. From Huffington Post, I know, but the Trump hypes potential January 6th trial as the grand jury votes on charges looms. (laughs) He wrote on social, I assume he wrote on truth, We'll have fun on the stand with all of these people that say the presidential election wasn't rigged and stolen. And by the way, yes, not just once, but twice now, he has misspelled stolen. You see that right there? S-T-O-L-L-E-N, which is kind of a German pastry, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Anyway, it's a weird thing, but I picked up on it twice now. He's misspelled stolen, so it's not necessarily something accidental. Uh, Hyping taking the witness stand on his own potential trial over his efforts to undo the 2020 presidential election, as a federal grand jury is reportedly set to vote on charges as early as Thursday. We'll have fun on the stand, the trial of the century. Now, you know, there isn't a jury in Washington or anywhere else that, you know, they're going to put this trial that will, you know, not convict Trump. Of course, that's what they're trying for. That's what they've been trying to do. And this Jack Smith and all of his bullshit. Trump's legal political teams bracing for a grand jury vote, uh, citing three sources according to NBC News. Smith's probe wide-ranging, targeting the fake elector scheme. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, And January 6th insurrection, which it wasn't, among other things, and investigators continue questioning witnesses, including Rudy Giuliani. So they're just going to keep at it. They just don't get the fact that Trump voters really just don't give a crap. It doesn't matter. I will still vote for Trump. I will vote for Trump 
if he is in a maximum security prison locked away somewhere. I don't care. I will still vote. If he's not on the ballot, I will write his name in. Go ahead. I don't care. Hate me. I'm a MAGA Republican. Deal with it. Please vote. I promised I would not mention this guy's name again or show his picture online. But I've got to break that rule. I made the rule so I can break it. This story pisses me off to no end, and it better piss you off too, because it's Anheuser-Busch has just announced that they are laying off over 350 employees. You know why. Bud Light, that's why. And that idiot. And that idiot who created this idiotic marketing campaign is why. And the billions of dollars in marketing, uh, in revenue, that they've lost because of this stupid campaign. So the CEO announces they are laying off hundreds of workers. The CEO did not resign. They did not fire their marketing team. They didn't even so much as apologize for the stupidity of this campaign. No, what did they do? They laid off 350 plus employees, which just shows you that our boycott was for the righteous. Unbelievable. Laid off hundreds of U.S. workers after Bud Light sales declined for months following the collaboration between Bud Light and that idiot Dylan fool. It impacts, they say, less than 2% of their nearly 18,000 U.S. workforce. The CEO, Brendan Whitworth, still hasn't apologized, says, listen to this bullcrap, while we never take these decisions lightly, we want to ensure our organization continues to be set for future long-term success. These corporate structure changes will enable our teams to focus on what we do best, brewing great beer for everyone. <laughs> I just read a story that this little freak... He's going to be getting 40,000 U.S. for appearances at campuses to do talks across the country. What college or university in their right mind would pay this freak $40,000 to strut himself across campus and speak to students. Yeah, you, well, you know what? Now that I ask it, I think I've answered my own question. I forgot about the condition and the state of most colleges and university campuses these days. Hmm. Exactly. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, we're going to tell you about somebody else here who uh, wants to let you know about their amazing products. And that is NordVPN. Folks, you really need a VPN. Nowadays, 
more than ever. And with our link in our show notes, you can get up to 63% off your VPN plan, which is an amazing deal. In this digital age, online privacy, security, more important than ever. That is why NordVPN is the perfect solution to protect your internet activity. You know, you're out at a coffee shop or wherever, a cafe of some kind, you're signing into their Wi-Fi access. Bad actors have access to all your data, all your contacts, all your information, your bank. What If it's on your laptop or your phone, they can hack it. Not with NordVPN. You can browse the web securely, privately. You don't have to worry about hackers, snoopers. You know, even your own internet service provider, even your own ISP is tracking your online behavior, selling your information. They have military-grade encryption service and technology that ensures your data stays safe and stays confidential. NordVPN, not only do they protect your privacy, but they unlock a world of online content. Over 5,000 servers in 59 countries. And you can protect your family and friends, too, on all their devices, because a single NordVPN account will connect up to six different devices. Mm-hmm. So, your wife, your husband, your partner, whoever, your kids... NordVPN, the link is in our show notes to get that incredible deal. Hope you will check them out because it's well worth your time and well worth spending a few minutes to sign up for NordVPN. Don't go online without it. You really should not do it. It's not safe, especially these days, and it's getting worse. I do stories all the time on this show about hackers and accounts being hacked, emails being hacked. It's scary, the times we live in. NordVPN, use the link in our show notes. All right, you ready? You know, you remember the uh, the Twitter files? Well, Representative Jim Jordan has just released... Dun-dun-dun! The Facebook files. There is a link in our show notes to this post from Jim Jordan. I am not going to go through the whole thing, but I will tell you that the link is there, and I strongly suggest you click on that link and you read this post. The Facebook Files Part 1, Smoking Gun Docs Prove Facebook Censored Americans Because of the Pressure from the Biden White House. Even in some cases... If it was just simply a funny meme, the Biden White House still pressured Facebook to take the post down. And guess what? Facebook did. This goes through all the details. All the receipts are here. All the bad news, stuff you likely already knew about, but it's all there in a post several multi-post multi post on Twitter, the thread of the Facebook files. And you know what? Good old Zuck Zuck. He's getting right back into it again. They're already doing it. Have you heard, by the way, his mess nightmare threads is dying on the vine? People don't give a crap about that. 
they're all on Twitter. They're not going to go away from Twitter. They're always going to be on Twitter. You're not going to stop them. People have had enough. They're tired of it. They can see through your BS. Representative Wesley Hunt. I played video from this guy before because I love him. I think he'd make a decent vice president candidate, actually. <laughs> I got a little short video clip of him. This is amazing. Here's a quote. You'll hear him say this, but I got I to double down on this. I can assure you that my four-year-old and my two-year-old daughters will not change in front of biological men. This is ridiculous. And I can assure you that my four-year-old and my two-year-old daughters will not change in front of biological men. This is ridiculous. I don't care what party you are a part of. If you think that we are all equal and the same biologically, you've literally lost your mind. And when my two daughters work hard in the sport, work hard in their craft to be the best that they can be amongst other women, they will compete against other women. I owe Victoria and Olivia and every other young lady in this country that. If you think I'm wrong, I am not the problem. I can assure you. We have an opportunity in this country to get this right in 2024 so we can stop all of this foolishness. Yes. Yes. Boom. You said it. Link to that little video there is also in our show notes if you want to uh, share it out. Watch it again. Share it. Please do. Get the word out there. We're winning. Little bites. Little tiny bites. Keep taking them. Little bite. Nibble here. Nibble there. Slowly but surely. Those whack jobs on the left are losing a little more ground every day, and we are gaining a little more ground every day. You want some more proof of that? Every chance I see, every time I see an article that proves that we are winning a little tiny bit every day, I've got to talk about it. i got to stick that link in our show notes. This is from TrendingPoliticsNews.com. Major SCOTUS ruling delivers a huge blow to the freaks from the green energy cult. The United States Supreme Court overturned a previous halt on the construction of the Mountain Valley Pipeline. That decision met with optimism from those advocating for the project. Of course, the Supreme Court decision effectively nullifies an order from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Court, uh, Fourth Circuit. The lower court previously had stopped the pipeline construction of a three-and-a-half-mile stretch in the Jefferson National Forest in Virginia, as well as several stream crossings in West Virginia. Now, this pipeline originates from the gas fields in northwestern West Virginia and extends into interstate connections in Virginia, considered crucial for a part of American energy independence projected to provide 45 million 
in additional tax revenue to West Virginia and Virginia. Attorney General uh, Patrick Morrissey in West Virginia, he's been very vocal in his support for the Supreme Court's decision. He emphasized the importance of the MVP, that's the pipeline, uh, to the American energy sector and the economy of West Virginia. He said the Mountain Valley Pipeline is vital to the survival of American energy independence and affects thousands of jobs in West Virginia. Completion is also crucial to our national security. The urgent need is for it to be as completed, is to be completed as soon as possible. So there you go. We are winning small victories. This one, not so small. This is a pretty good sizable victory against those morons in the green energy, climate change, bullcrap hoax. They keep continuously trying to shove down our throats, even though we're not taking it. We're not believing them. And you can just keep up, keep it up, because it ain't happening. Oh, yeah, here's another. You know, I should have connected this one to the last one with that representative. Listen to this idiot. He is, oh, what a surprise, a Democrat. Democrat Representative Cohen. Talking about men in women's locker rooms. Men changing full on in front of women. And in some cases, these are school kids. Grammar school, high school kids. With these idiot men who want to pretend to be women and use the women's locker room. Well, you'd think an easy solution would simply be that if you are not a biological woman, you are not allowed to use the woman's locker room. Done. Problem solved. You can just let them know Jay Sheldon gives you this one for free. Go ahead. Just, just pass that along. It's really simple. If you are not a biological female, you are not allowed to go in the women's locker room. Finished. Well, of course it's not finished. Of course it's not that easy. Listen to this idiot. Transgender people have been around for a long time, and they have rights, and they need to be respected. I read Ms. Scanlon's testimony. I wasn't here to hear it, and I think Penn didn't deal with your situation like they could have and should have in putting up some type of different barriers in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the women's area of, of the locker room, but that's an either, another issue. Uh, things should be dealt with in a different way. Put up some kind of barrier in the women's locker room so the men who want to pretend to be women can go in and change. I have, an, I have another idea. That barrier, because usually, you know, you've got the women's locker room and the men's locker room, and they're right next door to each other with a wall in between. Let's call that wall a barrier. Again, I'll give you this for free. Okay, next time I'm charging, but this one you get for free. Idiots. Idiots. 
I am surrounded by idiots. Not you. <laughs> oh, man. Have you heard of the Rainbow Sheik? I have not heard of the Rainbow Sheik. I don't know anything about the Rainbow Sheik. Well, I know one thing about the Rainbow Sheik. You know what a Hummer is? No, no, no. Knock it off. The car. A Hummer. Well, the Rainbow Sheik has what's called a Colossal Hummer. H1X3. It is three times bigger than a normal Hummer. You see that? Let me get my mouse back. Here we go. Okay. You see this? I'm, I'm not showing you the bottom of this picture on purpose at the moment. That's the Rainbow Sheik's Hummer. Now, you probably know about what the size of a regular Hummer is. They're pretty good-sized vehicles, okay? This is the Rainbow Sheik's Hummer. When I scroll down, you're going to see what a full-sized normal Hummer looks like. Boom. I'm not kidding. That is not an AI photograph. That is an actual picture of the Rainbow Sheik's massive toy. It takes four diesel engines to move it. And it has a full toilet inside. That's a full-size Hummer. And that's the Rainbow Sheik's Hummer. Man, even the Terminator would be awestruck. Sheikh Hamad bin Hamdan al-Nahyan, also known as the Rainbow Sheikh from the uh, United Arab Emirates, has something dubbed the X-3. It's too small. Not something a normal person would say about a Hummer, especially if you're watching it take up two lanes on a normal street. But the Rainbow Sheik apparently just isn't a normal person. This net worth of the Rainbow Sheik, take a guess, $20 billion. So he can afford it. The operator of four separate car museums in the UAE, he has an affinity for making oversized vehicles. There, let me see, is it here? Yeah, there you go. Look at this. Check this out. This is insane. The, uh, the link to this article, by the way, is in our show notes. And look at that. Look at this. That's a person under there. The link to the articles in our show notes and this link is inside the article if you want to watch and listen to it and all. But uh, take a look at that. This is full-on nuts. Unbelievable. But you know what? If you got forty billion dollars, I might, I might buy one. There is one hundred percent, absolutely nowhere in this country I could drive it. Ever, I couldn't even park it on my street. It's bigger than my street. 
It's insane. Oh, man. All right. Wanted to end with something cute there. That was cute. That was weird. Okay, it's time to move on to our book. We are reading books, and uh, among the many books we've read here, classic children's literature, uh, The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, The Little Prince, uh, Alice in Wonderland. We've done so many great books on this show. And right now we've been doing George Orwell's 1984 it is amazing, my friends. This book is so prophetic, it's scary. Um, we ended chapter 18 last night, so let's just kick back a paragraph and then move on to chapter 19 in George Orwell's 1984. You know what is in Room 101, Winston? Everyone knows what is in Room 101. He raised a finger to the man in the white coat. Evidently, the session was at an end. A needle jerked into Winston's arm. He sank almost instantly into a deep sleep. Chapter 20 There are three stages in your, in your re-interrogation, said O'Brien. There is learning, there is understanding, and there is acceptance. It is time for you to enter upon the second stage. As always, Winston was lying flat on his back, but of late his bonds were looser. They still held him to the bed, but he could move his knees a little and could turn his head from side to side, raise his arms from the elbow. The dial also had grown to be less of a terror. He could evade its pangs if he was quick-witted enough, it was chiefly when he showed stupidity that O'Brien pulled the lever. Sometimes they got through a whole session without use of the dial. He couldn't remember how many sessions there'd been. The whole process seemed to stretch out over a long, indefinite time. Weeks, possibly. And the intervals seemed between the sessions might sometimes have been days, sometimes only an hour or two. As you lie there, said O'Brien, have you often wondered, you have even asked me, why the Ministry of Love should expand, expend so much time and trouble on you? And when you were free, you were puzzled by what was essentially the same question. You could grasp the mechanics of the society you lived in, but not its underlying motives. Do you remember writing in your diary... I understand how. I do not understand why. It was when you thought about why that you doubted your own sanity. You've read the book, Goldstein's books, or parts of it at least. Did it tell you anything that you did not know already? You've read it, said Winston. I wrote it. That is to say, I collaborated in writing it. No book is produced individually, as you know. It is true what it says? A description, yes. The program it sets forth is nonsense. A secret accumulation of knowledge, a gradual spread of enlightenment, ultimately a totalitarian rebellion, the overthrow of the party, you foresaw yourself that it 
was what it would say. It's all nonsense. The proletarians, the proletarians will never revolt, not in a thousand years or a million. They cannot. I do not have to tell you the reason. You know it already. If you've ever cherished any dreams of violent insurrection, you must abandon them. There is no way in which the party can be overthrown. The rule of the party is forever. Make that the starting point of your thoughts. He came closer to the bed. Forever, he repeated. And now let us get back to the question of how and why. You understand well enough how the party maintains itself in power. Now, tell me why we cling to power. What is our motive? Why should we want power? Go on, speak, he added as Winston remained silent. Nonetheless, Winston did not speak for another moment or two. A feeling of weariness had overwhelmed him. The faint, mad gleam of enthusiasm had come back into O'Brien's face. He knew in advance what O'Brien would say, that the party would not seek power for its own ends, but only for the good of the majority, that it sought power because men in the mass were frail, cowardly creatures who could not endure liberty or face the truth and must be ruled over, systematically deceived by others who were stronger than themselves, that the choice for mankind lay between freedom and happiness, and that for the great bulk of mankind, happiness was better, that the party was the eternal guardian of the weak, a dedicated sect doing evil that good might come, sacrificing its own happiness to that of others. The terrible thing, thought Winston, the terrible thing was that what O'Brien said this, he would believe it. You could see it in his face. O'Brien knew everything. A thousand times better than Winston, he knew what the world was really like in what degradation the mass of human beings lived, and by what lies and barbiturates the party kept them there. He had understood it all, weighed it all, and it made no difference. All was justified, the ultimate purpose. What can you do, thought Winston, against the lunatic who's more intelligent than yourself? Who gives your arguments a fair hearing, and then simply persists in his lunacy. You are ruling over us for our own good, he said feebly. You believe that human beings are not fit to govern themselves. And therefore, he started and almost cried out, a pang of pain shot through his body. O'Brien had pushed the lever of the dial up to thirty-five. That was stupid, Winston, stupid. You should know better than to say a thing like that. He pulled the lever back and continued. Now I will tell you the answer to my question. It is this. The party seeks power entirely for its own sake. 
We are not interested in the good of others. We are interested solely in power. Not wealth, luxury, long life, or happiness. Only power. Pure power. What pure power means, you will understand presently. We're different from all the oligarchies of the past in what we know we're doing. All the others, even those who resembled ourselves, were cowards, hypocrites. The German Nazis, the Russian communists, came very close to us in their methods. But they never had the courage to recognize their own motives. They pretended, perhaps they even believed, that they had seized power unwillingly for a limited time, and that just around the corner there was a paradise where human beings would be free and equal. We're not like that. We know that no one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it. Power is not a means, it is an end. One does not establish a dictatorship in order to safeguard a revolution. One makes the revolution in order to establish the dictatorship. The object of persecution is persecution. The object of torture is torture. The object of power is power. Now do you begin to understand me? Winston was struck, as he'd been struck before, by the tiredness of O'Brien's face. It was strong, fleshy, and brutal. It was full of intelligence, sort of controlled passion, before which he felt himself helpless. But it was tired. There were pouches under the eyes. The skin sagged from the cheekbones. O'Brien leaned over him, deliberately bringing the worn face nearer. You are thinking, he said, that my face is old and tired. You are thinking that I talk of power, and yet I'm not even able to prevent the decay of my own body. Can you not understand, Winston, that the individual is only a cell? The weariness of the cell is the vigor of the organism. Do you die when you cut your fingernails? He turned away from the bed, began strolling up and down again, one hand in his pocket, we are the priests of power, he said. God is power. But at present, power is only a word, so far as you're concerned. It's time for you to gather some idea of what power means. The first thing you must realize is that power is collective. The individual only has power insofar as he ceases to be an individual. You know the party's slogan, freedom is slavery. Has it ever occurred to you that it is reversible? Slavery is freedom. Alone, free, the human being is always defeated. 
It must be so, because every human being is doomed to die, which is the greatest of all failures. But if he can make complete, utter submission, if he can escape from his identity, if he can merge himself in the party so that he is the party, then he is all-powerful and immortal. The second thing for you to realize is that power is power over human beings, over the body, but above all, over the mind. Power over matter, external reality, as you would call it, is not important. Already our control over matter is absolute. For a moment, Winston ignored the dial. He made a violent effort to raise himself into a sitting position and merely succeeded in wrenching his body painfully. But how can you control matter? He burst out. You don't even control the climate or the law of gravity. And there are disease, pain, death. O'Brien silenced him by a movement of his hand. We control matter because we control the mind. Reality is inside the skull. You will learn by degrees, Winston. There is nothing we could not do. Invisibility, levitation, anything. I could float off this floor like a soap bubble if I wish to. I do not wish to because the party does not wish it. You must get rid of those 19th century's ideas about the laws of nature. We make the laws of nature. Zing. George Orwell's 1984, which we will continue on Monday's show. Hey, thanks so much for this week. It's been great. Really appreciate all those of you who popped by. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just take a moment and click that follow button. Use some mind control here. Hit the follow button. Really appreciate it. Helps the show out a lot. All right. Thanks again. Check out our sponsors. Get some great deals on a blackout coffee, NordVPN, Skillshare, and all the other great folks who are there. They want to hear from you. I will see you all again on Monday. Enjoy your weekend.